to the Loaded Magic podcast, where we usually play D&D, Woo! but today we're doing level 5 talks. Let's go. Taryn and Grinswall. Um, unfortunately, uh, Sparky will have to wait till the next level up talks, uh, as uh, with the move and everything, uh, it's very hard to get all three of you together at once. I didn't want to wait too long for the to put this out. Um, but he'll be in the next one with, uh, his little groupie now. Um, so yeah, why don't you both introduce yourselves and the character that you play? Okay. Uh, well, uh, I'm Garrett. Uh, I play Grimswall. Uh, anything you want me to touch on while I'm introducing you? Uh, maybe, like, your class. So okay, class. uh, so yeah, uh, I Stats. am a half-elf, half-orc alleged. Uh, Ranger. Um, yeah, uh, and I will say Grimswall, at least as it is right now, is definitely the foresty type. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll talk a little bit about like my ideas. Do you want me to talk a little bit behind the ideas behind the character? Uh, yeah, or, that was actually going to be the okay. next, next question. And I guess I'll let you okay. Yeah, yeah I'm Kaden. I play Karen. Um, also half-orc, half-elf, or half-elf. Um, Alleged. Uh, barbarian uh, slash artificer slash something else, I guess, now. Um, I guess we'll get into that later on. But, uh, yeah, he is uh, a very angry boy with a lot of hard-set missions in his head. Yeah, so um, why don't y'all tell me kind of like, uh, obviously, they're, they're brothers, uh, of some sort. Um, so obviously both of you work together when building these characters. Why don't, uh, why don't you tell the listeners kind of like the, the idea behind these characters and then what, uh, what stuff ended up changing when you started playing the character, you know, like when you created the character in your mind, what was different from that model when you started playing them? Uh, I believe we started out with completely separate ideas, but yes. we're having a hard time coming up with ideas for characters. And then I believe I randomly said, like, what if we were brothers? And we immediately latched on. And then we started figuring out races, and we didn't want to do anything, like, totally, like, we wanted something kind of normal, but something, like, still not normal. Different. So that's why we came up, like, what if we were, like, half-orc, half-elf? Because, like, that's really yeah. Mother was an orc, father was an elf. And it was really interesting because usually with half elves, they're portrayed as being half human, half elves. Uh, so yeah, we were just us as players, like did like throw stuff around and make stuff weird. So it was like didn't make us stand out like a full on seven two orc that has very elvish features, like for Terran for like the hair, the ears, and whatnot. So and a green elf, yeah, and like just like a slim green elf. Or, I will say we did have a little couple talks about which one of us would be the older brother, and we did eventually decide that Taryn was the older brother. It just made sense, but more the backstory and how stuff played out. Played out. Um, in regards to how it started out, um, I 
thought this character would be more uh, standoffish, not talk a whole lot, more like dedicated to his missions. But the more and more I played the character, the more it was. It definitely changed to where like making fun of Grimsaw was the main point of it, just because brothers fighting. Um, oh, that's uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so that, I think that was the biggest point for me was the character changing. Um, I mean, up to level five now, um, Tara, in my opinion, has had the most drastic change um, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But I'll let Yeah. So when I, oh, do you want to say something? No, okay. no, no. When I first made Grimswald, the idea in my head was this, like, naive forest boy. Like, never been to the big city, lived his whole life in the forest. When I started playing him, he was a lot grumpier than I initially <laughs> thought he would be. Was um, it because the first think, day was rain? <laughs> yeah, honestly. Probably, no, but, like, uh, I think it's, like, with, with the way Terran is... And I'm gonna say he kind of bullied, he pushed Grimswold a lot a little bit, and it kind of got to the point where it's like, yeah, you know what, Grimswold at this point is probably kind of sick of it if this has been the relationship, but he's not gonna outright fight it because like they're they've they've grown up together. But yeah, Grimswold definitely is. He, I think he's a very very good guy at heart, but he comes off across as a little. I wouldn't say hot headed, but a little sullen at times. I do want to touch in on that. Uh, I know that Grunzel has had uh, a few issues, uh, or I wouldn't say issues, just this back and forth within himself on, like, what to do. Uh, yeah, so uh, Grunzel initially came on this, like, adventure with his brother in order to help his brother find uh, his, his father. Our father, alle again, allegedly. But, uh... Now, you keep yeah. saying allegedly. Go ahead and uh, uh, delve uh, into that real quick, and then and then we'll come back to the, the what we were originally talking okay. about. Okay. So, uh, as part of my backstory, uh, I found a letter that was written to my mother that leaves the possibility that uh, the man who raised me is not my biological father. Uh, now, not only that, but uh, I will definitely say that I was the much less liked child. I uh, got less attention, at least from my father. And when he went missing, Grimswald was kind of, eh, that sucks, whatever. Taryn's the one who was really, was like, we need to go find him. So eventually, uh, when Taryn event decided to leave, he was like, all right, you know what, I'll come with you. I have some questions I want to ask anyway. And yeah, uh, that's mainly how it all got started. But I will say, as time has gone on, I do think uh, his motivation has changed quite a bit. He's not having the greatest time of his life right now. Is now I'm curious. Is is this way more finding like dad? Is this way more than Grimsel thought it would be? Yes. This he was not expecting all the near death experiences. I uh, mean, what person does? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and again, Grimsel's twenty one, <coughs> uh, and he killed a man for the first time. Not three days after landing, like, after finishing up his initial test, this or try, I believe. It was pretty soon after. Uh, so that was definitely a big, cult well, not would say culture shock, but a big shock to his system, like, wow, people actually die, huh? <laughs> yeah, especially in our small, we're, like, we're from a very small village, and our family, for reasons we don't know, were shunned from outside the village. Um... 
Uh, so we had like a small house out in the woods outside the village. So we were already that. So we was even more isolated, or our family was even more isolated than a normal like small village community would have. Yeah. Now I know some of Terrence's experiences uh, stemmed a bit before the campaign started. There was a point when Taryn left without Grimsall for a short bit before coming back. Do you want to... Yeah, well, I believe he is um, very impatient as a character. Um, uh, and with his father going missing years earlier and no one seems seeming to care, uh, he, his brother was obviously way too young to be out doing what he wanted to do so he tried to go and join the adventure guild the first time and for his recollection he doesn't remember a whole lot happens but a lot of people ended up getting hurt killed at this party uh that like his first trial that he had and um he doesn't have any memory of it because he woke up in like i guess it would be like more of like an infirmary or something that they would have with like no recollection of what happened during then but other than them telling him that he failed and not getting a whole lot of questions or answered for him. Yeah, I would say around that same time too, Grimswall would have been pretty young and that was, honestly, he would have been, again, just spending all of his time in the woodland area, just outside. He's very much a, I, when we, uh, when we, I imagine, like, first went to our trial, that was probably the first time I've ever seen a boat or like a village with more than 30 people in it like I very much I'm, I'm a very small village boy going out to the big wide world so it's been it's been a, it has been a very much a culture shock for Grimswold mm-hmm. um there's the question of the all-loved junior why don't you tell the listeners how, how junior came about so junior uh I found him as a cub uh, in the forest, uh, so, uh, this, there's a little bit of consequence, do you mind if I just give it its space uh, yeah. on what I gave Sparky? So I gave Sparky, uh, my prized, uh, so I, I, what I had on my person was a, the talent, a particularly nasty talent of a harpy, uh, but sorry, a talent of a particularly nasty harpy. And, uh, it was a very important kill for Grimswald, but not only that, uh, when he had tracked down the harpy camp, uh, Junior, who at the time was a small cub, had been attacked by a group of harpies. So he eventually ended up adopting the bear, and they've been thicker than thieves ever since. If, uh, at one point, I think, I, we said something like, uh, uh, no, this was this was something else. But no, uh, Junior's family. He's not like a close friend, but if anything, he's as much of a brother to Goodwill as Taryn is. You seem like you have something you want to say to that. Uh, you're not my brother. That's what you said. Now, um, let's talk about the first couple of adventures, like the 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 trial, and then the two subsequent adventures that you guys went on. Um, do you have anything specific that you guys want to uh, touch yes. on? Yes, Karen had an absolute panic attack during uh during the trial, uh, the very first trial, to the point where uh, in the uh, cavern there was that uh, big open like part of the wall right there and everybody was going down and whatnot and he had just been revived and every 
was not looking good for us at all. He want he in his head he was going like I can't have fail this again, but I also don't want people to die like under like in my party or get hurt again. Because at that time he got a little bit more visions at the time of like stuff coming back to him of like memories of what happened with, with his first trial that he failed. So he had no idea. So he was getting ready to tack in his in his eyes being kind of young, dumb, and brash was going to try to tackle. What did we fight? It was like a, a water weird. He was going to try to like get it, grapple it, and try to push it out while everybody else escaped. That was what was in his back of his mind. And if he died for it, I guess he died for it. But that was like his first experience of like this can't happen again. Like I have to do everything in my power. Like he also it was like I'm not leaving. I did not fail a second time. I put too much effort into this and years of my time for it. So these guys can leave if they don't want to, but Taryn is not going to leave. Because he went down quite a bit in that fight. A lot. Uh, it was a little bit of disjointed. I mean, of course, new adventurers not having worked together. Uh, do you think the party as a whole in combat situations has gotten better? Is oh, it the same? Uh, no, I think 100%. Definitely. Um, as players and as characters, I think they both we've gotten because when you're starting out a brand new D and D group, it's hard to figure out what people like to do, what each person's characters because you don't know everybody's class, you don't know. What yeah, I, I was do. the main DM and didn't want anyone to know what anyone else was playing. <laughs> so we literally had no idea what each of us did. Um, our wizard kept throwing rocks. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a frog and. Uh, uh, <laughs> So this is like we're we're figuring we're figuring stuff out. Granted, I do know the purpose for it now, but at the time yes. it was very much. I, was, a, I remember uh, there's a certain point during the fight. I think maybe it was when that was happening where both me and Garrett as a player just looked at each other because I was I think I was down to like two HP at the time, and there was still the water weird and the water elemental, and yeah, it was because then she threw the frog, and I was just like, and I remember because Tara was grappled underwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the water weird and when she said she threw the frog I was like ah uh, well I guess I'll have to come up with a new character cause I'm gonna drown <laughs> to be fair it was, it was a really good idea afterward I was a little confused by it but when it was explained I was like oh like that's a nifty idea of like using the frog to give Terran breath who was drowning um I just did not realize that that's what was going on. Yes. Yeah, and it, it and it would have been hard to convey that message to a drowning Karen if you just saw a random frog in the water. He's just gonna be like <laughs> crawling into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, "Where are you going? <laughs> what? What? Okay, bye, frog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drowning over here." No, I like the idea. It just it, that would have been really hard to convey to a drowning barbarian. Mm. Um. And then, where did we go after the? It was the Crips next, right? The Crips. Oh, yeah. Uh, we went down and... Wait. My memory's completely bad. Uh, that, was like the, the, that was like the mausoleum. Like, we, we all... We... <laughs> yeah, it, it was a mausoleum, not a Crips. Yeah, we Sorry. ended up camping out. We went inside. It's where um, we... Sparky pet the, oh, the yeah. blood. Drew up on the <laughs> yeah, wall. drew all the blood on the wall. And that's when things started getting weird. I think that was like another step in the right direction, though, because people started working together. We started thinking out what each character did good and being able to work together and that's when all the bullying started I don't know there's never been any bullying in this campaign um now I can't remember did 
do Ritz and Sparky relate to you guys what they saw in there? No. No. Uh, yeah. They were looking around the corner, and then all of a sudden they like put up an illusion wall or something that they did, and then started yeah. like the bad guy said, "Oh, well, whoever he was talking to turned around and said uh, they started fighting." So that Taryn just seeing Pete his like uh, party that he's supposed to be with for the Adventures Guild. Fighting, he just went around the corner, just completely blind, no idea what happened. Just people are attacking, run on him. Yeah, we didn't get much context for that whole thing. And then I don't even think they even told us what the uh, what was said with the mirror or anything. We didn't get any information about that either. I know Sparky had done the detect thoughts and had shared that. Um, yeah. But but with like the whole conversation with the guy in yeah. the mirror. Yeah. Um. Any conspiracy theories on on that? As I, as players, obviously I, not as characters. I suspect that, and I guess we'll get to this later. But the people we found at the temple is something to do with the mirror, or if it's that person that was in the mirror, or the person that the people at the temple were working for was that guy as well. That is my eye. I'll be honest, on this one in particular, I really haven't given that one much thought. Uh, my my head definitely was more focused on what the other party members were doing. Mm. Uh, Grimswall is not the most... Uh, I won't say he's, like, mistrustful, but he's definitely not the most, like, trusting member of the party, I would say. I mean, you say... The funny thing is, I feel like Grimswall is the most trusting, but that's not saying that Grimswall is being trusting. The party, even now, is still very hush-hush among themselves, not fully trusting everyone. Yeah. Um, actually, you know, Taryn might be the most trusted. Well, outside of Arboria. Arboria yeah. for sure was the yeah. most trusted. Yeah, no, Taryn is, like, opened up to a lot of people. And well, but they also helped them, him, and we'll get to this later, to change a lot. And uh, uh, so he was like, okay, at least I can, they actually got my back for this, so I can actually tell that stuff. Now, has it been reciprocated? Absolutely not. Yeah. And again, like I will, like again, I will say, Grimswall, like in I think it was maybe our seventh or eighth session, he pulled a dagger on a sleeping Sparky. Like he's made it very clear to people outside of the party that he doesn't trust a lot of people in the party. <coughs> he's very much like, and this is again. So with Grimswall as a character, I feel like a lot of what he's doing right now is he's trying new things. He's Doing, like, uh, when we were at the, the tavern for the first time, we tried our quick little gambling scheme. <laughs> Didn't work out well. We're never going to try it again. But you know what? Grimswell wanted the opportunity to try something new. He messed it up, and you know what? That's that. When Grimswell got super, super drunk, that was, again, after like, his first ever kill of a person. We can get more into that later. But like, it wasn't a, I'm an alcoholic. It was a, hey, I've seen one of the old dudes back at our village get drunk whenever we got super upset. Does this work? And he got fucking plastered and went, I don't like this. He's never going to do it again. Right now, he's going through a very experimental phase of just trying out a whole bunch of different things. Uh, that's funny you say that, because uh, the, the next thing, I think, in the storyline was the scene where y'all got attacked in, in the road. Uh, which involved both Terran and Grimswall's first, like, human kills that they're aware of. Yes. So I can start with this. Um, his kill was on the woman who had already had one of our friends hostage. Now, if he, she was going to a kill and whatnot, that's up for debate if she would actually take 
Durance's life, but if you're going to keep threatening someone's life over and over and over, you better get ready to defend your life to every... See, like, and my concern there was more of like a... She's threatening Duritz, and if we don't kill her in this round of combat, she's gonna stab Duritz to death. If we just say like back up, we're both like we're both we both have the opportunity to kill each other. You kill him, you die. We can talk this out. Was what was going through at least as a player in my head. And I've seen, I seem I I will say I think I was in the in the minority on that opinion, but like that was where my head was. Like we're both threatening each other's lives right now. People are going to die. We can talk this out because otherwise, you, you die. They did try to talk it out to begin with. And I was like, <laughs> to a rock. <laughs> now that doesn't mean you need to <laughs> threaten the man's life <laughs> by throwing a small They wanted pebble. something and he was playing well, his self. Well, now they looked around and found out because they messed yeah. with the wrong party. But no, it was one of those where, like, you're going to endanger one of my party members like that. Like, if you can't just, like, put your weapons down and talk, then Terran's just going to instigate it. Like, he's just going to be like, yes, did Terran, like, shoot first technically yes but they were the ones who ambushed us so as soon as we got ambushed it was like okay it's fine on like you better bring your A game because Terran's gonna beat the shit out of you oh man yeah burns all that kill (laughs) I just want to perforate this with that you did uh, not have any black I did not but as a player I thought I did another thing is that I was not going well that combat in general the one time I go to shoot something and I'm like, don't get any closer, like, I'm going to hurt you, I roll a nat 20, and the guy just dies. That was definitely a grundle, like, I, was, I wasn't trying to kill him, like, I just wanted to, like, get him in the arm, and I guess I aimed a little bit too well. You know, you guys haven't, like, came, like, circled back around to the person who was trying to run away, and... Merlin just like exploded their heads off. You guys have not circled back to, because she has not shown any effects. She she pretended to be a crying be a ch- child, crying child, but Terranius himself has, and I guess as a player too, I've given up on trying to figure out what's going on with Merlin because <laughs> that is a whole can of worms that Terran doesn't necessarily care to open up, because that. There's three moons, but there's actually only two. Like, that whole, like, situation, he's just like, okay, this one's a little bit crazy, like... Yeah, uh, Grimdall is 100% convinced that Merlin is actually insane. Who Maybe Merlin is, like, 100 years old. He's not debating that. doesn't change the fact that Merlin is insane, and he's a little scared of her. You know what? Uh, since we were already talking about it, like, let's take a pause on the storyline, and, like... What are how do your characters feel about the people in the party? Um, yeah, um, up until Aboria. Yeah. Is this up until the uh, the ambush? At the, at, like at this point in time? Oh no! General? Just just in general, okay. uh, outside of the last session. Right? I guess we'll okay. start with I'll start with the two players that are no longer with us. Um, Aboria, he liked Aboria, but. The whole bug crawling didn't sit well with him. Like he just, 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 he was just like, why? Just why do you have to have bugs on you? Like that's just weird. Stop. Like don't come near me. And and then Sparky, he didn't. He was really wondering about Sparky because when Sparky drew on blood, or drew on the wall with blood, he uh, was like, okay, this guy is a little unhinged. But then when he like really opened up later on, when they unfortunately had to leave. Our session and their part, uh, uh, and our party, uh, 
when he opened up, it really made Taron, like, realize, like, he was judging people too fast. Um, and then for the, re- the active party, Merlin, he has no idea. He is just staying away from that situation, trying to control it as much, not trying to get her to, like, let people take their blood. Don't steal orphans. Yeah, like, that was weird. You can't just buy children. Stop that. No. I no, there's no world that that's okay. Say, I, even a hundred years ago, if what you're saying is true, I still don't think that's right. Uh, and then, uh, Jaritz, he is... I have a lot of lingering effects from this just last session, so I won't get into that. But, uh, he has always been kind of irritated with at least the party in general, especially with Jaritz, because it doesn't seem like every time he tries to get information about who he is and whatnot, he keeps it, like, completely hidden and, like, has no information to give us ever. Even when we were attacked and we tried to question him, he was just trying to, like, play it off as, like, oh, don't worry about it, blah, 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 blah. And as a player, it's infuriating because, as a player, I can't get information out of him because he's a damn bard. And Karen has a charisma of six, and he is a bard. So I can't be, like... Insight, because he's just gonna roll deception and roll Insight like a thirty. Is intelligence, <laughs> so it's a little bit better than that. Still, but it's like bad. it's still against his deception, who he's probably proficient with twenty uh, in that stat. Like uh, it's, it's just the odds are just. I was so gonna say low. he whenever he rolls deception, it's like he's rolling twenty sixes every single time. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know. It, it's it's crazy. Like and then uh, when it comes to Griswold. He's just his brother. He's gonna fuck with his brother the entire time. Like, well, there's been like what two two instances we, that we I can think fought. of to where like y'all were really like out about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was. I guess this will be going back to the story because afterwards we were. <sighs> Wait, what that was after we were exploring the princess. Yeah, well, and... let's let's do that. Because we it happened, the big thing happened during escorting the princess. All right, so we'll just come back to that yeah. once, okay, once we, yeah. we find out how Grimsel feels about it. We went over everyone. Yeah, for you, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, for I'll talk to the two who are gone now as well. Uh, Arvoria was far and away Grimsel's best friend in the party, which, as a player, actually came as a bit of a surprise to me. Uh, Grimswall, uh I, I think it's honestly just like that religious openness that uh that Arboria had that Grindel kind of like resonated with. They're both kinda of naturey, the bug thing in Grimsel head is super cool, like mm-hmm. it's 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 true symbiosis with nature. So they just kinda of hit it off like that. And after Arboria left, uh I will say, uh he feels like he lost his one true ally. Uh, which I'll get to when I talk about the, about the other party members. stares at you with disdain. <laughs> He's family. Uh, when it comes to uh, Sparky, initially Sparky was 100% the one Grimsel was most wary of. Uh, didn't like the vibe, didn't like the whole blood thing, just very, very suspicious. But uh, I, I, I think I told you this after the fact, but uh, Sparky came to me first to tell us tell me that he could talk and that kind of like was like a oh he's actually trusting me with some information and that was kind of like a okay maybe we can have like a, a thing and then uh at the um at the very end after sparky was leaving he wrote everybody letters and i don't want to get too specific with it 
But that letter drastically changed Grimsel's impression of Sparky. And that's why he ended up, that uh, heartbeat talent was initially going to go to Arborea, but that letter was enough of a, like, just an emotional impact on him that he gave it to Sparky instead as a, mem a memorial of their time together. Uh, yeah, uh, speaking of Merlin, uh, kid's crazy. Uh, does not like Merlin. Uh, bash it. Don't know what's going on there. Doesn't want anything to do with it. Uh, every time Merlin does anything, he feels like he's about to get arrested. <laughs> uh, every time, like, it's like the constant disrespecting of the god. It's like, excuse me, I worship a god fairly piously. Like, I am a true believer in, in Dana, and, like, every time you talk smack on it, all these gods, and it's like, it's like, that's kind of offensive. Not nothing against what you believe in, but, like, can you not talk smack directly to my face? <laughs> Uh, that was a, that's an easy one. Uh, when it comes to Duritz, this opinion has changed drastically in the last session. And as a player, uh, I despise Duritz when it comes to Grim's Wall. But Grimble likes Duritz. Honestly, he thinks he's a little bit obnoxious again when it comes to like the, the hidden secrets and whatnot. But Grimble has no clue that Duritz has been fucking with him this whole time. Mm -hmm. He just sees him as like, yeah, he's kind of mysterious, kind of sneaky, he doesn't like to share much, but like... He does his best, like, he, during the cooking contest, he gave me a slap and he asked for inspiration. I know what that was for. Grimsel thought it was just, like, a go do your best. And he's like, yeah, Duritz is, he's not, he's not the greatest guy he's ever met. Well, he might actually be one of them, because he doesn't know any people. But, like, he would consider him a friend. Uh, and I think, am I missing anybody? Taren. Oh, Taryn, of course. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of mixed feelings when it comes to Terran. Uh, so, Terran's the one who has really pushed this whole put down Grim's wall. Uh, <laughs> this is a conspiracy. Like, this whole let's let's fuck with Grim's wall thing. And there's a little a little bit of a lot of resentment there. Because it's like after the cooking contest, you know, he just got his ass kicked. Things aren't going well. He's terrified of his opposing, like, the opposing chef. There's insects that Braille clearly, that servant, Braille, he is sabotaging me. Um, he, first he's going around accusing me of, like, attempting, like, threatening murder. But he did. Then he's sabotaging my meals. Does not like Braille. And then after that wonderful day, what does Karen do? Hey, Grimswall, check this out. I'm trying to sleep. Foom. <laughs> it was an organ as well. <laughs> the best combination, the trombone and the organ. And we have had we have had our, our, our a couple of our fights. Like, and we'll start getting into that afterwards. But like, there's resentment there. It feels like he's constantly being put down by his brother, and it he's trying his best not to see it's flipped for Terran. Terran thinks. Grimswald's too stuck up and needs to let go and stop being such a uppity uppity. Always like have some fun. So he's like, I'm gonna keep messing with him till he has fun. And like, Grimswald like, is not having fun. <laughs> exactly. Doesn't know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're always trying to be the dad of the group. Just have some fun for once. Um. Well, I think the next in the storyline was going into the forest to see what was uh, causing all the sticky goo goo all over the trees. 
Yeah, so uh, I do think that Grimsel was the one who initially was like, we need, we should do this. Like, it was for uh, the daughter, wasn't it? Uh, no, oh, no, that was for the daughter. No, this is what you're right. I'm thinking of, yeah, okay, yeah. But, but Grimsel and Arvoria did push to go and check out the forest. Yes. Uh, whereas everyone else was like, eh. And we did do their thing first. We did both. Yes, yeah. and, and we, we, we respected the both. Yeah. And then... You guys found a... Begrudgingly, Karen decided to be like, okay, let's go find the forest. And you guys went in, fought some nasty-looking dryads, some spiders, other plant-like creatures, and then... That was... I think that was the first session where... Was that the first session where really, like, the, uh... Karen's, uh, like, Kankerfi side came out? That, that one was where it was like really starting to Where I ran off and then I attacked. You slashed at me and I did. Yeah. You did. And may or may not have possibly given Grimswall. Uh, fine. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that right there was actually the first point in time that I think Grimswall was actually a little bit frightened of Terran. He's always, I feel like there's always been a little bit of a, he's so annoying. But when his brother ran off, and was like huddled eating an animal and he walks up and immediately gets slashed at that's scary I've known this I've known him my whole life and he just attacked me mm-hmm. and then what was up with that tree <laughs> yeah that tree was interesting um after the whole uh I wonder what this is and then he tried taking and it was involving fluid um <laughs> Karen was just like no idea I'm not gonna touch anything and then like he just like other than like the crystals he was just like and then I remember I think it was the rest of like are you gonna try to eat that and Karen was like no but no cause after that is where that whole situation it, he really was just like uh, like after like he had uh, supposedly attacked Grimswall uh yeah Mr. I'm in denial uh after that, like, Taryn was, like, on full panic mode. Like, there's something wrong with me. We need to figure this out. And so we did that after we did the, uh, we did the tree, or, uh, got all that all good and finished that quest. Um, we got a quest to go escort the princess. Well, in between that, uh, your favorite person got some blood work done. Oh, yeah. Which I was not expecting. Uh, do you guys want to lay into what oh, yeah, you guys found we did with do the research and whatnot. Once Karen found Lycanthrop, he was like, I, I need to solve this because, like, obviously, no, he's he the book. Well, <laughs> he didn't say I couldn't have the information, so Taryn was like, I need this information. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I will say, uh, that was a, that was right about the time that uh, Grimsel got his bow, right? Uh, not yet. Not yet, okay. I'm not thinking yet. of something else then. No, this will come up later. Yeah, no, uh, I'm gonna be honest. Grimswold has been doing his best to ignore the fact that this is just more proof pointing that to the fact that his guy, the man who raised him, isn't his biological father. To be fair, what they did find is probably the thing that saved Grimswold from also becoming a <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I, I, I am appreciative of. But it's also, it's like, yeah, uh, yeah, you're, what was, it was, it was elf, orc, and it was something else? Uh, it was some sort of shape-changer. Shape-changer, yeah. Um, but they could not tell what it was. Yeah. And that was kind of the point where Grimsel went, now, prior to this, 
I was just kind of helping Taryn out. Now I have my own questions. Like, really have my own questions. This is only making my suspicions much, much worse. Uh, oh, go. Oh, we did, no, did you have any more? Uh, it's not, 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 not particularly. Uh, we forgot to talk about the vision. That what everyone vision? but Taryn <laughs> There's no vision. Y'all are crazy. How did Grinsall feel about the vision? Uh, well, Grinswall. That's a lot. Of that's that. This, the vision yeah. that caused the group to have its name. Yeah, the. Uh, that that was actually uh, the first thing that Grimsel wanted to confirm, and I think is the first one who asked it was that wasn't just me, right? Because mm-hmm. he was kind of like, "Am I going crazy?" Because he definitely just see a, a rain of fire. Grimsel was very like he wasn't sure if that was like an omen of things to come if that was something that was like happening somewhere else right now and even now he's still kind of like i i don't know what exactly that is now he uh this is a little bit later but after he got like his piece of divinity and he's kind of realized that oh this might be some sort of purpose intended for me he's gotten a little more confidence in the fact that it's maybe something he has to stop but he still really doesn't know um so after that, you guys escorted the princess. Uh, any thoughts on the, the princess that was wanted dead? The maid. I want to fight the maid. <laughs> you want to fight the maid? I do. That, that maid is going As a player and as a character, I want to fight the maid. <laughs> that was also where... Now that, that, this is a big changing point for Taren, and I think we're really like after he started taking hold over because... We just talked about solving my lycanthropy. We needed to go to the city anyways to find an oracle to figure out what's going on. Um, and then on the way, like, everybody was in agreement. And then on the way, people were just like, oh, by the way, we need to save this village. This child. No, it was a child. It was a child. Yeah, and it was just like... With an incurable okay. disease yeah. from the Enchantress, which neither yeah. of you met. Yeah. No. Hmm. And we heard some very awful things. Well, we yeah, did, but... but that ended up... With going through all that, Taryn was like, I don't want to go. I'm going to attack again. And then everybody's like, no, it'll be fine, blah, 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 blah. And then that exact same thing happened. And Taryn was pissed. Because it's like, obviously you care about this more child than the shit that's going on with me right now. So, like, see, and the thing, And the thing is, too, Grinfeld was doing that for Taryn. What Grinfeld was thinking was... If we help this child out, not only do we get in the graces of someone, a good graces of someone royalty, we show that we're compassionate. The princess clearly, like, wanted something to be done about it, but we get in better graces with the princess, with the royal family. We do a good deed, which Grindelwald is always happy to do. Yeah, no, he he did not care whatsoever. Um, like he was just like, I need to find answers to that. There's an oracle I need to find. I need to just go find them. This is like urgency. Like I could be taken over, and everybody was just like, "Let's just make this pit stop real quick and like go save this child." And he was just like, "Okay, that's cool. Hope you guys can go." And as a player, I was like, "Okay, we'll do this." But if if Taryn is gonna stay behind, good luck doing whatever you're gonna do without your only tank in the group. I would say I I was one of the ones who offered to stay behind, and Duritz was the one who was like, "No, no, 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 come with." Come with, no, you have to come with. Yeah, and like, yeah, and everybody was like, yeah, we need you, blah, 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 blah. And, and then was like, you fucking <laughs> went off the rails again, and it was just like... To be fair, 
That would have gone terribly. I'm not saying it wouldn't have. I'm just saying that it, he didn't have to come with it. Gorgo was... And that was whenever it brings all back the Shard of Divinity, too. Yes. That was very, very nice. I got a bow that I could actually start hitting things with. That was, I think, the part of the game where I still miss a lot. Not as, not as much as I did. Last session was actually pretty good. But, yeah. But, uh, no, that was kind of like the... That was when Gorgo realized that maybe I, maybe I am supposed to do something about that vision. And it was also the part where uh, we got into our first actual fight within the uh, within the party between the two brothers, where uh, I believe you made the comment of "I'm probably not your brother," and you just dropped that. Oh no, that was back in the. Uh, that yeah, was back in the time of fight uh, after yes. the blood came out. Yeah, the blood came out because you were just like, "Well, I'm not even your brother," and I'm like, "You can't I, just drop that on somebody who just find out." Excuse me, you can blame Merlin for that though. Yeah, I, but you specifically said to uh, to my character who was already dealing with lycanthropy, like, "Oh, by the way, I'm probably not." Uh, I just said, brother. "I said like, like that." Is, that is a ball. Drop I will say, I did not say it like that. that. Yeah, but that's how Terran. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but yeah, Grimzel, again, Grimzel was like, yeah, uh, like I, we might not be related by blood, but we might not actually be full brothers. And yeah, you you dropped that on right after he found out that he was a lycanthrope. He was already panicking. Yeah, it's like, hey, I know that you just like found out that you well, have a terrible your, disease, yeah. but your mother's dying as well, and it just was like, <laughs> you just dropped that on Terran, right? You could have just waited. Any amount of time. Well, the thing is, no, but that, that was the thing is, we both got the thing, and, like, I believe you, the one who got, who uh, Merlin gave the uh, the letter to that said, by the way, there's something else in his blood. And that was... No, the, no, no, no. We both, yeah, we both got it, yeah. So, like, if I didn't address it then, I didn't know what was going to happen, because I was like, is he just going to, like, think I'm some sort of... Terry was full panicking. He didn't care about that message at all. He was just like, I got fucking full-on fucking, like, canthrop. That yeah. was his number one... Grimswell was, was worried what would happen if... Taryn thought that, wait, this isn't my brother. To be fair, I wasn't expecting the lycanthrope to escalate so quickly. Um, but I will say I'm kind of glad it did. I think it helped give a purpose It just, there's the a lot of things leading up to it that just pushed him towards just, like, that inherent anger of him side that always, like, felt You good. also took a lot of the risks in terms of gameplay of putting yourself at risk of doing it, too, which I think is what helped accelerate it so fast. Well, and also being the only tank where you take yeah, exactly. No, I'm saying exactly. You're just like I'm going to yeah, a gameplay. The gameplay like, mechanically, mechanically, we decided that because it was a mess with my barbarian. Yeah, because we I had my regular rage, which I guess going back into it was the main reason why I was barbarian. I was uh, the way of the beast uh, subclass. Um, I wanted to go about that route, but I also wanted it to be like like something with lycanthropy. Uh, I really like the idea. I've never done anything with lycanthropy, but then you found something as well. It was getting really convoluted of having my pact of the, or the way of the beast uh, rages, and then I also had lycanthropy that also had rages, so we ended up just combining them, like getting rid of the rages for uh, the uh, way of the beast and just having the lycanthropy and every time I did that I'd have to make con saves and I rolled really bad on all the con saves whenever we decided like uh, mechanically and like story wise if it would progress and a lot of shit happened really quick and I guess when you're like thrust into like the main story like no one shares their backstory as we're a character share and we're doing stuff like that um, you're getting thrust into situations that will 
progress it super uh, super quick. So I honestly didn't think it would take that much more. But with nothing else going on in the party, and then Terrence changing, having a tail, growing like a maw and whatnot, people were all like, "We should probably figure that out," because that was like the only thing that anybody ever shared up to that point. Mm-hmm. So it was just like it was a lot. And then when he found out he actually had like anthro, it was just his mind was completely shutting down of like all the stories he heard growing up especially in a small village you hear a ton of like scary stories about stuff and whatnot and he straight up was like I I have to solve this and he, he wasn't just playing with the party when that happened when they decided to split off he was he debated just leaving the party and just going on like the road himself because yeah he did not want to take any less time because obviously it was getting worse worse and worse to like it progressed to where he was attacking people that were near him and whatnot and he was just like I got to and like well we can just take a small detour and Taryn was like yeah sure we can this is totally fine with Taryn <laughs> so you guys got to the capital city of the Avalon dynasty uh, Arias Central thoughts on the city itself what happened in the city I think the city's cool as hell Grindelwald Grindelwald in particular is an awe he it's so cool. There's so much going on at all times. Little Austria. Uh, Taren. Taren isn't as like seen as a big city. He just more or less just wants like he's very goal oriented. So he'll just like, get to the city. He really didn't care about what the city looked like as long as we were just getting in, mm-hmm. getting our thing done, and then getting straight to the Oracle. For him, he was just like, I don't care. Straight to the Oracle for him. Now that Oracle. That was an oracle. Um, it gave a lot of information to Taryn about it, where he had to either like make a decision of like going to the Temple of Selene or trying. Uh, to... It's Cecilia. Cecilia, yeah. uh, and uh, or going to try to find the true temple of Tazalius, and he was just like, "What's the easiest route?" So like, he tried to. Uh, he figured that one route because it was closer, but once he did the research, he found out that he was like, I'm going to go down that path. And that was like his thinking, which was like, quick and easiest way to solve this. And that vision that he was told. Oh, yeah. It was just one of those like, things where he was nope, like, nope, nope. Uh, just like, man, I was. Because what happened with that vision back in there was as a player, um, he finds very like peace when he's smithing. So in my head, he was in such a like trance to where like, Unless, like, super, like, like, divine energy, he would, or, like, divine magic made him see it, he would have been completely just zoned out to where, like... In your den? Yeah, exactly, where he wouldn't notice it. And that's when he was just like, yeah, this whole party thinks he saw something, like, the blood raining from the sky or something. Uh, and as soon as he saw that, he was just like, nah, that's not the thing. That's not a thing. Not at all. That's... Uh, yeah, the the, uh, the Oracle very much confused Grindelwald a little bit. I'm trying to remember exactly what happened during that one, because I, I remember, I remember... You had asked the question. And... Yes, and I got a very, very obscure answer, but it was probably the one that Grindelwald needed to hear. Uh, it was, it was definitely, like, more of, like, are we on the right path? And again, it's like, Grindelwald needs to come to terms with the fact that, is there any real right path for him when you choose? And I think that's kind of the answer he took away from what the Oracle had said to him. 
I actually do want to uh, go back just a little bit to, to before we got to the city, though. Uh, about, like, the one fight we had where, uh, where, uh, I think I called you a baby for, like, everything going through it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the thing for Grimswall that was, like, that I was getting to him was that it's always been, and this goes ties into our backstory, growing up, I wasn't the favorite child. At least, like, with... For the Grimswalls. Yeah, for... In relation to our father, at least. Yeah. Who we're going to go find. And so I was kind of getting, Grindel was kind of getting into the headspace where the bullying wasn't super bad yet, but it was starting to kind of come to a head. And Taryn was kind of like, as a player, I know Taryn had gone through a lot, but Grindel was like, Taryn, this is just another me, me, me story. It's just another thing of, oh, I have a problem. I guess I better toss everything aside. My brother, everything we're trying to do, like, just toss everything aside and just fix it. Like, fix me, I'm coming first. And it's... It was one of those things where like, yeah, you're, you're struggling, but you can't put aside half a day worth of travel to do this. He put, no, yeah, Grindelwald thought you were being very, very selfish. And then... So what was his reaction when he found out his brother actually had, like, canthropy and he was wanting, like... Oh, no, he knew there was something up. He was just more, it was different. You stabbed, you slashed at me twice. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. but, like, you said he was a crybaby because he wanted to get it solved, but then you find out that he has, like, canthropy. No, I was, was he was he was saying that this whole mopey, oh no, like we're out in the forest, Taryn, you're not gonna hurt anyone except for someone like us and we can all handle ourselves. It's like you're just being like, Oh, I'm sorry that like this happened like he just kinda felt like this you're overreacting, Taryn, we get it. Now we know just how bad it is. You were right. But you don't need to be this not talking to anybody. You were he and Gurgle Teddy were like, It's all about me now, I'm not gonna talk to anybody, I'm just moping. Like he was because he thought Taryn was moping really, really So, hard like, hard. his, like, so the changes didn't have any effect on how Grimswolf, like, how he was changing, like, physically? Uh, he was very concerned about it. He also thought you were overreacting. Overreacting, okay, for at the time. So, is it, would you say it was warranted then? Uh, they wanting getting it solved? I think your want to get it solved was fine. He just thought you were being, again, as he said, a big baby with this whole, I'm putting on a big moat back. Because that's in Grimble's head, that's what he was doing. It's like the, oh, great. We have to put aside like a half a day's travel. I went, I, again, I will say, uh, the second transformation did worry Grimswald, but then you just shut down on everybody. And he's like, Yeah, because he no, told everybody. No, it's like, like again, okay, you shut down. It's like, look, Taryn, like, we, if we, I understand that, like, you're upset, but if you shut everybody out, you're not going to be able to solve this yourself. Like, if he was, like, in his head, you can't do this on your own, Taryn. Stop acting like you can. Oh, he was it. going to. He was straight and up going to. And you were probably like, this is it. legit, yeah. Or not even that. He would have, if we waited any longer, I guarantee you I would have hit the final stage where it just, I lose, where DM gets to play my character because I lose full, <laughs> I lose full control over everything. But yeah, the, consciousness. The, yeah the thing, too, is that Grimzel was on your side. He just, like, he's like, if you don't talk to us, like, he did. He tried. He was like, I want, we cannot stop. And then everybody ruined it. I will follow it with this. Did you hit that point? We did get there in time. Yes, but I also lost control again during that. Yeah, but it, again, he's like, the, for Grimble, the issue wasn't like the worry that Taryn was having about transforming. It was this, I guess I better shut everybody out now. It's like. Yeah, because, like, he, from his point of view, from his yeah. point of view, he saw the entire party want to solve this. And he's like, okay, let's do this. This is what we're heading here. And then everybody was like, hey, why?" we were talking amongst yourself. Like, we, should we do something about this? And Taryn was like, 
hey, I have something terrible going on. I In the last day and a half, I have attacked two people. I am losing control. And then everybody was like, let's put it to a vote. And everybody voted to stay. So Tara was like, okay, I guess it's not that big of a deal to anybody else. Well, Grindel, really the thing people. is, Taryn also tripped on Grindel. And Grindel was trying to say, Taryn, if we do this, we have better standing with a royal. Yeah, at the time, but do we have that time to take that time? That's what Grimm's or Taryn was like. Do we have time to do this? Because within the day and a half of time, I am slowly losing way more control than I've ever had in my life. And all of a sudden, we were just like, we can take a day and a half. But uh, again, I, uh, this is then this is a player more than like as a character. Because at this point, this is again as characters, we're butting heads over this. But no, as a player, my I was like, well, yeah, you're gonna lose more control. We're fucking fighting nonstop. <laughs> So, you know, and that's the thing is, if we were farther from the camp, or from the city than we originally were, like, if it was several days travel, as a player, I would have been way more worried. Cause and if like, it were several days travel, I think, I actually do think Grimsdale would have sided with Taryn on that. But, but it was it one was of those, like, we were so close, it was a small detour. Yeah, it was just, yeah. it was such a small amount of time of, like, I've lost so much control where I'm not even remembering this. They're like, I don't remember eating a deer. I don't remember that. Like, you guys are crazy. And it's like, I'm losing so much control. And then we're all, Taryn was just like, that's the point of the part where it was like, I might leave because these guys want to, like, I was like, what else? If we find another child in the forest or a animal or a tree that has goo on it, everybody's going to want to stop at every little inconvenience that we have. And now granted, it didn't happen, but that's how Taryn was thinking was any inconvenience that we find, we're just because we're in, in front of the princess, we have to stop and obligate it to do it. Gotcha, gotcha. Did you want to mediate or we can move on now? I just wanted to address that whole yeah. thing because I feel like that was a very important Yeah, very no, important that, was, that was like the number one where it was like he, his trust from like the party just tanked because he was just like, the city. he was already on edge but as soon as he lost control at the area and then he came to and realized what happened, he straight up got like super yeah, and Grimdahl was just he was worried and, and that also fed him even more that's why I was worried about finding another thing because that was at peak that's where like I was messaging you I think uh, yeah. text messages um, to the DM about like this is the most angry and like fuel like to the like camp rope that he has ever had in his life right now after he mm-hmm. lost that so I'm like if there's anything else I'm sorry, but, like, I know as a DM, you're, like, you didn't want to progress. Like, you needed something to, like, progress to, like, the next stage. But this was, like, literally it. Like, he is so full of anger, so seething, um, that he was just, like, he was going to straight up, uh, end up going to, uh, become a full lycanthrop. Like, it's going to take over him because, uh, because of, uh, how much anger he had like it was just going to push him even over the edge of it because of like here these people were and they're like they don't seem to take it that serious because it's i have attacked two people we have to get here or get to the city as quickly as possible and i actually do think this is what caused i i keep going back to this i think this this like your the amount of anger is kind of what escalated the grindle bullying to what it is right now because prior to this it was it was it was there, but it wasn't horrible. I mean, yeah, probably. I, I think subconsciously, this, but yeah. I think this is what pushed, like, Taryn to really start to lay into Grindelwald and to egg the party on into doing it as well. So. Okay. Yes. The Temple of the Sicilia. Yeah, how was that, Garrett? I have one opinion. Oh, I have one opinion, <laughs> and it's that uh, 
face huggers, no matter the universe. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, Garrett wasn't here. He was out partying at a. Uh... I was at Ramstein. <laughs> he was much. out partying San in Antonio, concert. Texas. <laughs> But you still listen to like I did no, I actually I did listen to the uh, to the whole episode. I think the the ending of the the temple was uh, wonderful. Having and this is I guess this is a good point too. At this time um I was having to keep track of four character sheets because I had my multi-class barbarian artificer because uh oh did you want to talk about the reasoning behind going into artificer oh yeah so um taryn has always been like with like smithing and like always has had ideas of certain stuff in his head of like different like weapons armor stuff that he's like always dreamed of having so when he uh when he first got his first vision of that and he was interested like some like information from zalius uh that was like his first like level uh, artificer because I I imagined him getting more like information of like actually how to put like what his thoughts into actions. Um, so at that time, I multiclass from three barbarian into one artificer, and then uh, eventually, so I had that one, and then you and me talked about or with with all of the uh, preparations we knew would either work or we didn't work. So as a player, I had my other character sheet, which was barbar or not barbarian, a fighter, because he would, in my opinion, when he lost or if he got solved like Hanthor up, he would lose that rage. So it wouldn't make sense for him to use barbarian, because in my eyes, that's what all the rage inside of him was. So we talked, you and me mm-hmm. talked, and switching to fighter was fine. So I had those two character sheets, but then Garrett wasn't here, so I had to keep track of Grimswall's character sheet. Mm-hmm. And Junior's character sheet. So I have four character sheets, and I don't even have the paper. I just use it on my phone. So I had to have like four tabs open where I had to switch in between three of them. And then you're like, go ahead and switch over to the other one when we'll talk about it when everything that happened. Uh, I was like, man, I have to keep track of four character sheets right now. It was a lot. Wow, so difficult. Yeah, I know. It felt like I was DMing all over again. <laughs> But no, going through there, it was, it was good until the point where me as a player, and I related as Taryn also realizing it, it was like, in the back of my mind, there was something in there, and I'll just remember, as soon as the arms broke off the statue, I was like, <laughs> it like, broke something inside, or like, put the two brain cells inside of me, like, together, and it was like, we're not supposed to break anything fuck shit uh and it, it literally came out that i was like oh god damn it i was like fuck or i said something like that and it just came out and everybody looked at me and i was just like we're not supposed to break anything and then everybody was like i actually do want to say though uh since i wasn't playing that session and i just got to listen in like just without having any context like from having played it prior we have a particular person who really, really likes to wander off. Actually, two. Yeah, two of them. Two. And just, I will say, as an outside observer, going into this without knowing what's going to happen, it is terrifying <laughs> listening to the wizard go, I'm going to go off this way, and just going off. Yeah, that is, that is I think, as a party, drives me crazy the most. Especially, I think you could really pick it up on either this last session or the session before. Um, everybody wanted to split up, and I, it was like a shopping thing. We were both like, and, uh, no. we were just like, it was just like that, and me and Karen, or me and Grimswall said at the exact, exact same time, like, no, let's just stay together, we can do our shopping together, because 
was the amount of people we have in February splits off. It's just going to lead up. So I'm just trying to keep as a party and as character or as players. So we have to spend 45 minutes shopping. Because it'd be, it'd be going to the same place that we already were. So it's like, just mm-hmm. stay together. But Merlin Durant's just like to like dip off. And yeah. I'm like, come back, please. Um, you didn't get to play that session. Uh, how did you feel about the... I tried to switch it up and make it more puzzles and traps. I, as a player, love puzzles and traps. Um, I like figuring stuff out. Um, I remember, because I DM'd uh, recently for you guys, uh, the Tomb of Annihilation, so having the uh, the knowledge of how to solve the tra- of the uh, traps and the puzzles, I was like, it's not that hard. It's literally, like, there's a part in the in one of the rooms where you have to, like, unlock something by drawing a red square around it. I'm like, that's all you have to do. Just draw a red square around it. But be on the other side of it where you have no idea about the part of it. She's like, man, I remember how hard this is and how stupid you look and trying to figure out, like, uh, a, a puzzle. So it was, it was nice because I've been DMing because uh, at my other house or where we live, uh, I DMed a lot for the other before we moved to Colorado um, up there too. So it was like I never really got to play and now I'm getting to play again. So I forget, it's a lot of stuff I'm like relearning. And it's actually honestly helped me DM too because it's like remembering what it's like to be a player again mm-hmm. and like having to be like patience unless it's the Tomb Annihilation and you just gotta die regardless. But I lost two characters. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, I, I really enjoyed it. It was a nice switch up. Like, combat's fun and all. But having that where everybody has to work together and try to figure out and put minds together. Um, uh, now, granted that maybe certain characters can't, like, certain characters can't, like, participate with air quotes uh, because they might not be smart or whatnot. But uh, um, I'm always for, like, the character or, like, the players talking about it because, like, more, yeah. the more minds try to figure something out, the better. And it helps. It, it, it It's a lot of fun having a really built of people. I look I, I see it as, like, a um, an escape room, kind of. Like, mm-hmm. it, once you go there, everybody's working together and everybody's, like, doing their own thing, trying to figure it out and talking. And I absolutely enjoy that, like, of trying to figure it out. So I love puzzles and, like, riddles and stuff like that um i was sad that i missed that listening to you guys like puzzle it out i was like i wish i was there (laughs) (laughs) were you trying to figure it out at the same time while you were listening to it how how did you have a hard time did you figure it out at all you didn't even get to see anything no you you had to go off of i was struggling (laughs) (laughs) yeah we we really struggled with that my i will say listening my favorite moment had to have been the yeah, there's a there's a spell on that statue, and Doris walks in the room. It casts a spell. Do I know what it is? Yeah, it's magic missile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no, it, it, see, and this comes where past experiences uh, really worry me because in that puzzle there was the chest, and in Tomb of the Annihilation there's three chests in a room where one dissolves everything. One can disintegrate. Yeah, disintegrate. And the other one I can't. Uh, teleports you somewhere. And it's funny because these guys who I'm talking to right now, one of them cast uh, Unseen Servant uh, in one of the chests. Well, it went into it and it closed and they saw like a flash go off. Well, it was the one that disintegrates all like magic items and everything. So they assumed it was safe because nothing happened. So the other one got into there, uh, got into the chest. And I think it was Garrett, was it your character? I lost 5,000 gold pieces. Because it yeah. destroyed every gold. And then one, I can't remember, someone else got into the uh, 
No, no, I got disintegrated. Yeah, you got disintegrated. Yeah. <laughs> you got into the chest that disintegrated. So, like, when I saw the chest and it was, like, as a player, as a player, I was like, I'm not getting in that goddamn chest. I don't know what that chest is about, but I'm not getting in that chest. So, it was one of those, like, past experiences of, like, nope, nope, not going to do it. I'm not getting in it. The best part is, is y'all didn't, I'm assuming you guys thought that you had to do the uh, puzzle to get out the next room, but you guys could have, like, just walk through. <laughs> no one See, you said that there was like a magic thing there, so I thought we couldn't. It was walk glowing through it. with magic. Yeah. No one tried it. Yeah, well, th- that's what I assumed that yeah. we just couldn't walk through it because yeah. it was there. So just the thing nobody tried. Yeah, I mean, it would have gone off because there was something else entirely different on it on the. Get lightning um, bolt. But yeah, no. Once I saw those face huggers, though, I was just like, I I love the Alien fan- franchise, uh, Alien vs. Predator, all of it. And when I saw those, I was just like, no, gonna kill every single one of them. Um, absolutely not. The only thing with that, when we got to the top, near the top of the temple, it's the one thing that I remember irritating, because once the owl went up and we saw who it was, and she reiterated what she saw, once we got around the corner, because they were getting attacked by like the face huggers, we were fighting up on top. Mm-hmm. And those two stayed down below. Yeah. So there was like three of us fighting up there, and I was just like, just come here. And they're like, that was a close one for Terran. Yeah. Terran was so low. I, I was not going to, as a player, was not going to have uh, Junior or Grimswall in anywhere because if something was to happen to Junior or Grimswall while he wasn't here, I would have felt terrible. So I had them stay back the entire time. Yeah, you appreciate But that. I had like six things attacking me at once. And. <laughs> We don't have a cleric in the party, and one or two of our healers were literally downstairs in the room, and I'm just over here taking all of the damage, and I'm like, I can only last for so long before someone, like, heals me, and it was just like, ugh, that fight was so, like, irritating. Now, for, so far my favorite cinematic moment, uh, is the ritual. Yes. I feel like I did. I really, I thought I like really outdid myself. Yeah, did. I I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, there's a lot of that I like spaced over because I was like a million thoughts going through my head. So I had to re-listen to uh, to it because like the whole description of like I got of the uh, like with Karen first going in with Zalius like before he fought himself. Mm-hmm. That whole thing, my mind was racing in a million miles an hour. So I completely. Like, just cut that from my brain because I just was like thinking of a million things that happened because I was like, oh shit, this is happening. This is happening way too quick. This yeah, is also. Karen can deny it all he wants, but uh, well, now he can't because this was literally like, yo. Yeah, he just was <laughs> like, I'm real, which is a good point for champion. Because if it ever gets brought again, where uh, Merlin ever denounces the gods and whatnot, Karen's just gonna be like, um, I don't believe in him or like, I don't necessarily worship him. But I'm a champion. I saw him. I, I saw him. He's real. Like, you can say that he's not real. I, when I was at a Lycanthrope, and I battled myself, I was him. I saw him. Like, he was there. So, like, how are you going to say that he's not real? So I'm waiting for it, to her, her to say something. Were, were you expecting to fight yourself? In a way. Um, I'm not sure exactly what I thought. Um, as a player, I thought there was something going to happen if it was a trial or, uh, like, having to roll some saves to try to burst it out of me. Um, I did not know what was going on. Fighting myself was really cool. Um, I really like the idea because uh, 
there is a, uh, I can't remember who it's by, but there's a book that was recently released called Two of Them, uh, Vile Corruption, and I have always dreamed of playing, like, a Blood Archer class, so I thought it was really cool in that, like, it was, like, the character that was going to be fighting the character that was, and using the, like, trying out the, all the blood stuff, because I've been wanting to try something this for as long as I played D&D, mm-hmm. was so much fun for me. Because it was like, I finally got to play this, and it was like, I'm killing off my old character, basically. I was like, yeah. I, like... I denounce you. <laughs> it was really cool. And then crawling out of, like, the corpse of the... I guess I have a question for that. Could I have, like, done anything with the corpse of, like, the, like, Canthrop corpse if I took anything for it? Don't do that. Don't do that. I can't, like, it's not like I can go back for it. <laughs> I mean, you could. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I thought about doing something with it, but I like crawling out of it, but Taren, Taren's like, recollection was just like, opened his eyes and all of a sudden he was back with his friends, so it was like... With a new oh. pair of gloves in his hand, yeah. his gift from the gods. He still is on the edge of like, I guess he could be a champion in his eyes, but he's not going to worship you. Um, he... Um, and I guess this also goes back to when Abari and Merlin left with his dad leaving. Um, it kind of cemented the world as which is going to take stuff, give you stuff, and then take them away because mm-hmm. like they were getting pretty close as, like as a party. And when his dad didn't come back, that was like the beginning of like okay, the world just takes stuff from you that you hold dearly. So it was like oh, I'm making friends, and then they're leaving. So like with with Sparky's big goodbye, going back to it, he didn't say a whole lot because he was just like. This is a spirit. Oh, this is just the universe fucking me over again and just mm-hmm. taking stuff like that. So, like, when he sees the gods and stuff like that, he's like, oh, that's cool. I still detest you. But if I'm your champion, I guess I'll figure out what that means. But I, I mean, Zelius is, is the god of craft. Like, he, he's a patient one. And if it comes down to it, you would just be something that he has crafted. It's like, I have a purpose for you. Now you're gonna go do it. Like I, I made a sword. The sword has purpose. It will be used for its purpose. Yeah. So like, and then after that, I think, uh, he lost a ton of like who he was as a person because he was angry and this anger was so much and the lycanthrope helped that that he's been doing a lot of soul searching recently for it because uh, it, it's like if a core part of you someone was able to strip something like a personality trait of you away if you're like. Mm-hmm if you're just, like, a comedic and, like, someone stripped, like, you being able to be funny away from you, you wouldn't know if, what to do. Yeah. And I will actually want to say that, like, uh, even if, after you, right after you came out of the ritual, there was almost, like, a change in your, in uh, Terrence's demeanor. You went from, so, you, you went from just being, like, a mean asshole <laughs> to being a funny asshole, almost. Like, yeah, it's not well, quite well, I, right, I, I but... Remember... There was a, I don't remember, uh, it was right after that session when you came back, because uh, we ended right at the top of the temple, and you were actually able to come back, and you said something, and then uh, Taryn said thank you, and just walked right in front of you, and you were just like, he said, he, he said thank you, what? And I purposely did that too, because I was like, I want to see if anybody picks up if he's like being nicer, but like, he has like such a core part of him that's been stripped away, he doesn't know exactly how he feels, like he feels like not empty, but, like, something's missing and build on it, but it was also partially replaced with, like, without that anger clouding his, like, mind, he's starting to think about more and more about, like, who he is as a person with crafting and whatnot, and that's why, again, I took a second level in Artificer, 
because A, I love artificers, but B, it just made sense for his character uh, that once I lost that, I went to the fighter side of it with uh, gaining a level of artificer after that. So now that I'm level six, I'm just so excited. You are not level six. Just level five talks. The goodbyes. How did y'all feel about the goodbyes? I felt, as a player, I felt really, really sad that they were unable to play yeah. anymore. With, uh, I'm glad that Ruby got a promotion and was able to progress his like career in the real world. But it was really sad that he had to leave, and then Amoria as well. Um, Karen, as a player or as a character, as I just hit hit on it, was they're leaving the world. This is the world taking the shit away. I got shit. Yeah, it's being taken. Other stuff is taken. Yeah, exactly. It's like what else is gonna be taken from me? Grimwald took it a little bit differently. He saw the more of like uh, everyone has their own paths to walk, and sometimes they do divulge. Again, uh, he is very. He was pretty upset that Arboria is gone. Arboria was, again, like an ally against all the shit talking and (laughs) oh, you can't cook roast wall. What's up, Nitty Muggins? I was like, (laughs) well, that's gone. Now what? So, uh, yeah, um, Grimswold was sad about that. Uh, I have to say, my greatest accomplishment in this campaign this so far is getting people to call you Nanny Muggins. That is like, it's not cool, bro. Of, as a player, I am so happy that I was able to somehow but, just slide that in. Yeah, I, I'm hoping for Grimswold going into the future. Like, Grimswold has thought about leaving a couple times, but. For things that have that are that like are still like in the future, Grimswall, especially after the temple thing, he's like, "All right, we did it. Terran's like fixed. Now we can calm down. You know, maybe things will get a little bit better. Like maybe a lot less anger." That hasn't happened. If anything, well, we did. We did right after that get information about our dads. It was like the. Well, I'm not talking about like. I'm not talking. I'm talking more about like. Oh great! The mean spirited like like jabbing is gonna stop. Yeah. Is gonna stop. And granted, Terran, I will say for his credit, the jabbing is still there, but it's a lot less mean spirited. The rest of the party seems to have doubled down. <laughs> yeah, Durant's oh, like, not doing as much. Durant's yeah, no, like, like, like straight up, like straight up, like because before it was it was bearable because even though it was happening a lot, at least it was my brother doing it, and that's fine. Like it sucks, but you can't do much about family. Then Duritz started acting up a lot. And again, Grimwall isn't aware that most of the crap he's been put through recently is Duritz's fault, but I do. And uh, with some of the stuff that has come up in the session uh, after like uh, after we leave the city, Grimwall's not a big fan of Duritz right now. I don't think anybody in this I'm, we're not trying to spoil anything, but the latest episode that's going to be coming out, um, there is a big reason. I don't think anybody's a big fan of Duritz right now. Yeah. Um, well, let's wrap these little talks with uh, any kind of conspiracy or ideas of what's going on. Mother is a cult. Mother, mother is 100% some sort of cult. Whether it's some archfae trying to gain power, or I don't know, maybe it is some sort of earth goddess. Doesn't change the fact that they're handing out pamphlets and trying to spread the good word like a cult. You want my conspiracy theory? Yeah. Mother isn't actually a mother, it's a guy. Yeah, oh, yes, we talked about this. Yes. But, but it's a fae, but it's actually Grimswell's dad. <laughs> I have that's, my, that's my conspiracy theory. Okay. Okay. Also, uh, I do have a conspiracy relating to Merlin. Uh, 
I actually do, like, uh, this is mainly from a perspective, I actually do think that uh, there's, there's a possibility that Merlin's whole shtick is straight up insanity. I think Merlin might actually just be crazy. Because, like, think about it, there's all this stuff about, like, two moons, all this stuff that no one ever, ever talks about. No one acknowledges it, all this other stuff, and we're supposed to believe that the one piece of evidence that it looks like a, what, that 12-year-old girl knows all this, like, stuff about, like, the moons and all that? No, there's no way. If Merlin turns out to be actually just crazy, I will feel validated. (laughs) Okay, well, is there anything else that y'all want to touch on? Uh, I think we hit a lot of the big ones. No, I think, yeah. I I mean, I have one small thing. This is more related to the future. Uh... With Grimswall, uh, I I'm still debating, and I've talked with you guys, with most of you two about it. But like when I level up, if uh, I've been debating if I want to take cleric or druid, based on like kind of how Grimswall sees his faith, because he's definitely a foresty guy, but I do feel like he's definitely a spiritual person. Uh, From an outsider's perspective that isn't playing the character, I would say cleric makes more because it seems like he's more yes open to he the seems... gods and he's closer to gods that way. Yeah, the druids are like more intertwined with like, I was, the actual I was, I was gonna say for Grindelwald, I feel like his natureness is stemming more from his ranger side, mm-hmm. but the I guess again the piety is stemming from like a godliness. So I'm probably gonna end up taking cleric levels, but I just I was thinking of it's something I've been thinking about for a while, and yeah. like or I'll just take rogue and kill the whole party <laughs> if the bullying gets too bad. But uh, no, I I do think Grindelwald is going to try and lean more heavily into that like. It's even even as an escape from all this crap. Like I may not have any friends, but at least God God's my, my friends. <laughs> it's my goddess Dana. I know will always have my back. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, uh, with that, that was this a long is the level five talks. It was. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed the insight into Grinswall and Terran. Uh, I feel like I something new. It'll be a surprise on what three of the party, heck will be in the next one um but i hope you the listeners are enjoying yourselves with this podcast as a whole i hope y'all are having a wonderful day uh and if you are enjoying the podcast you know make sure to give that subscribe button a nice duritz burdick inspirational slap uh until next time bye bye guys thanks for sticking around praise nanny muggins get out of here no (laughs) braille kill